Hello, and welcome to the Rathpeakin Pinecast. This week, Dinny and myself talked to two giants of Rathpeakin GA, Brendan O'Hearn and Aidan O'Brien. The two hard men talked about how they started playing with the club, their memories of the many county finals they played in, and the many cards, red and yellow, that they received over the years. So have a drink, sit back and relax while listening to two fantastic players talk about their time with the small club. Stay safe, and we'll see you all soon. Let's, as they said. So, welcome to the uh, third episode of the Red Peak and Pinecast. Um, so, every week, we're myself and Dinny are talking to um, to a new, uh, a, a different member of the Red Peak and GA community. And this week, we have two absolute giants of the game. We have Brendan Ahern and Aidan O'Brien. Uh, thanks very much, Ed. Thanks for joining us. Uh, how's the farm? How are you? Pretty well, good, there, Ian, yeah. Good. Pretty well. It's the job. How, how are you getting on with lockdown and, and restrictions and stuff? Are you working away? I, I didn't. Um, I walked away in the first lockdown as well on emergency cards or whatever. So um, it hasn't been that much. It's a bit quieter, right? But it's um, been fine. Like spend a bit more time with the kids and things at home as well. So yeah. it's been okay. You'd love that, Brendan. I'd say, would you? Uh, it, was, it was a change, didn't you? I didn't mind it actually. Good stuff. Um, it wasn't all day every day. Huh? It was only a couple of hours. So. And yourself, Aidan, the same. You've three smallies as well now, isn't it? Uh, yeah, I have a son called and he's four now. And uh, we two team, twin girls um, about a year and a half ago there. So they're even pretty busy. So I decided to uh, take a bit of parental leave from school uh, to look after them, which probably is a way things have worked out. It's probably a pretty good decision. So like Brendan, I get to spend a good bit of time with them at home. Um, I'm hiding over here in the car from tonight in case they, uh, <laughs> the chaos starts inside. So <laughs> hopefully it won't be too bad anyway. So lads, thanks very much for joining us. Um, I guess you have two different backgrounds, you know, when it comes to playing over in the pitch in Kilcully there. Um, maybe, Brendan, if we start with you, you know, you're born and bred in the local area. How did you start out with Rappeakin? Was it in school? Was there an underage back when you started with the club? Or maybe give us uh, a... Well, I would have played on under 13 with the club um, I have a, a little trophy at home there from 1990 which, when I was 11 I suppose uh, playing up in Dillon's I actually remember it but um, I would have played uh, with Matt Sullivan and Ben Hallisey and all them lads would be in the old and me or whatever and Kevin Hallisey and we would have played you know there would have been fellas maybe three or four years of a difference in the age but we would have all played in the same team and uh, we played two skinny skull finals so I remember as well we won, we won the we won the hurling I think last the football but um, so I played on 13. It kind of fell apart after that, and there was no team after that. So I actually didn't play any GA under 14 or under 15 or under 16. I think I played one game down the lane under 16. Um, but I played, started playing minor then. And um, once minor was over, then I came back to that peaking again. So back to junior. So, um, your first junior game so would have been what, the mid 90s, I suppose, is it? My first junior game would have been 90. I broke my leg in 98, I think. Uh, so, uh, uh, 97 maybe, and 98 was gone as well. So, I probably, I didn't go back to junior until 99, I'd say. Maybe 90, 98 or 99, it's probably 99. I said 20, 21 years ago, is it? <laughs> yeah, too long. 
And in um, your growing up in Klein, like you must have had some great mentors from such a young age, like um, such a hurling stronghold. Can you give us your background in, in Klein? Any special memories or underage coaches that stood out for you? Yeah, I suppose uh, growing up in Klein, I suppose, um, I suppose uh, we're very lucky. We had the, the GA pitch, or as a hurling field, as you, it was used to be called in Klein, right in the centre of the town. And um, I remember as a kid spending hours just playing hurling football, even other sports, soccer, even rugby sometimes, if the season was there. And just, uh, I can recall, like, often coming home in the darkness, uh, I think if anyone was ever on the missing list in Klein, it was the first place people went to look for their kids. They uh, <laughs> found them more than not. <laughs> My dad, Michael O'Brien, he was the, he was the principal in, in, in Klein for years, and uh, he put a huge amount of work into underage, um, you know, throughout the years there in Klein. So I suppose he had a very big influence in myself and others growing up in, in, in the village. We used to go to training every Monday. And I um, remember uh, Dermot Sullivan in an interview once he, he referred to it as a, referred to as Mondays as Magic Mondays. And looking back now, they probably were. And he'd be gearing up all weekend for going. <clears throat> I just think my, my dad is a coach. I suppose back in, back in those days, there was no such thing as cones um, or anything like that. But uh, he had a very good way of uh, explaining the various skills of the game. I think uh, probably, you know, he, he was quite good at, you know, he, he was, he was uh, very, very good demonstrating the different skills. Uh, I can recall like um, him showing us to take sideline cuts and he'd be cutting balls from 40, 50 yards a wheel over the bar so it kind of had a you know kind of made a big, big impression on me and other lads as well but Brilliant spoke there of his underage career at Rapique and stuff and I suppose we never had a huge amount of a set, uh, success in, uh, in Cloyne at that time went to school in Combs and Formoy and uh, was immersed in a kind of a hurling culture there as well uh, I was lucky enough to win a Hartley yeah. Cup there in 92 been quite a good St. Flannan's team up in, uh, uh, in Limerick. This was my most abiding memory of McLean is uh, winning the, the county final in 97. We played Delaney's and they had quite a good side at the time. Uh, Cline is a very young team uh, coming through at that time. It's probably one of the oldest members of that team at 24. I think Barry Egan, uh, Kevin Egan, John Driscoll was playing with Cork at the time for Delaney's and of course mm. the two McElhenney's who were local lads there and they were really good players at the time. So that was a big victory for Klein and it kind of, you know, led us to, to the let's step up to senior. I think uh, I suppose I played a few years in for senior with the club after that. Uh, so they were all really good experiences. So that group, I, I suppose there was another team, one team that came through, Dermot Sullivan would have been around at age. Uh, it was when nine of them came through and there was a couple mm. of older lads then who would kind of remained on, maybe in their late 20s. Not by maybe Rapican age, but that's was it, uh, their late 20s, early 30s. And there was four or five of those lads and I suppose it just gelled together at the time, you know. Yeah, very good. So how did you end up playing with Red Beacon then? Um, I suppose came, um, uh, I suppose I hadn't played, I suppose I stopped playing with Clones about 31, 32, and done anything for a couple of years, and I did a bit of running, that's about it. I suppose my, my link to the club really came from Billy Clifford. Uh, he was my principal in Farnry, where I was teaching, and uh, so Billy's a guy like that I have a great, great respect for himself, and Marion, his wife, have been very good to me over the years, so... Uh, I won't say he pressed me to come up there, but he was, uh, he had, you know, every time we meet him, he'd be speaking about Rap Peak and about what a good place it was to play and stuff. I remember on one occasion at a wedding, he, uh, he sent a, a beer mat across the table, uh, pressed <laughs> me, would I, ever, uh, would I ever reconsider going up? So eventually I did. And, um, you know, uh, looking back now, I remember coming up to Kilcully in a, maybe an October evening. The season had maybe been over, going up for a puck around maybe. And uh, just got roped in from then. I suppose there's a, a saying in Rapikin that uh, once you're in, you can't get out. So it took me about eight years to get out. So uh, <laughs> definitely one of the best decisions I've ever made. 
what, what year was that, Aidan? Was that 2008? That was 2000, uh, 2009. It's the year before the county. First one he found in here. We'll get on to that in a minute. But Brendan, you said there you broke your leg and you came back and started playing in 98, 99. So it was only a couple of short years then. Can you tell us? The you boys got to two county football finals around then, was it? Was it the early 2000s? Yeah, 2003, 2004. And w- tell um, me about them. We, uh, yes, we were going well. We had won, we won the city championship 2004 as well in football, but um, we were a young enough team. The county was different that time. The county was um, you qualify out of your division into the quarter final. So once you get into the county, it was the business end of the season, like, and we avoided the West Cork team. Um, the two years until the final and to be fair they were very strong no, like, and um, I think they were the better team on the day and they beat us twice so. Was that a young rap picking team or was it a team in transition or? Yeah, I was young, young I mean I was um, I was 20, 23 or 24 I suppose and Kevin Harris would have been playing uh, Paul and he was probably there Gins the second year I'd say they might be there the first year but they were young yeah Sean was playing obviously you know, and Edmund Lennon and these like they would have been I suppose they would have been tipping 30 like, but it was still quite young. Like, uh, mm. And then we went... Because you had a bit of yeah, success there, didn't you? Uh, held your, held your own, like, at least. We held our own. Like, um, we, took, we, we, we took some heavy defeats as well. Like, first year we got... We got we worse part after a replay. We should have beaten, but... Um, other years, then we beat Passage, we would have beaten Bishopstone. But, like, the big ones, the Nemo's and all that, they were just too strong for us. Right, yeah, yeah. So Did we you... stayed up there until about 2009, I'd say, maybe, 2010, yeah. maybe, and we came back down during the week So that was around the same time then, so the hurling was kind of going a bit better at that stage, maybe in the late, the late 2000s, I guess when the likes of Aidan and King Clifford and others kind of joined the club around then. Well, we actually won a, a city chapter in hurling in 2002. All right, um, okay. And we went up, up junior year that time in hurling, and we, we were up junior year in 2000, from 2003 up until... Probably 2008 or nine, I'd say. Um, but Junior A was strong that time. There was all, I mean, the Bears second team, no Pearson second team. All them would be playing Junior A. No, no, they're playing intermediate, you know. So Junior A was very strong, but we we never won a whole lot of games up in Junior A. But we always we were, we were competitive enough, like we weren't. Um, we were just short of food, you know. So we came back down in whatever in 2008, and that's when the that journey began. The, the hurling counties, I suppose you would say. Very good, very good. So, Aidan, around that time, I guess, so you joined maybe 2008, and did we get to the, that first year you played with Rappique, and did we get to a semi-final, or how far do you go, do you recall? Um, so I came in, I came in 2009, uh, Billy, or, I'm um, sorry, uh, Denny. And, don't look um, like Billy now, do I, Aidan? No. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, it is a, uh, so we, I came in 2009 and we got to the county final that following summer, uh, 2010. So that was my first year with the club. Yeah, it was... Uh, so I probably was about... I was nearly 36 when I came into the club. So it was... Uh, so I'd say the following year, I was 36. I thought I was quite old back then. No, I'm, I'm still playing and I'm nearly 46. So I'm closer to 70 than 20. <laughs> 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 and like, you got to two county finals there in... Um you know, in, in three years. Um, what are your memories? I know that obviously you lost both, but what are the memories of the kind of journey towards the game and and, and the results on the day? That whole, that whole um, year, 10 was the final. 
uh, 11 was a semi-final, 12 was a final, 13 was uh, probably a semi-final as well. We were just, we'd play our campaigns there for a couple of years and uh, they were brilliant. Like, we were just, um, we were on the road the whole time, kind of thing. Johnny's down to in the skiing and Clannic Kilty and you know, playing matches all over. The county was always to be a competition to get out of the city for a change. And it was a good time. We got the bus down to um, Newstead Town when you're on the bus broke down. <laughs> It was a fire, wasn't it, or something? Yeah, and then it was a bang, and it's like, didn't hear a bang since Michael Collins got shot down there. But, uh, <laughs> but that was a kill, Michael. Uh, being the blood, the bus broke down, yeah, so we had to get a... Uh, I was in the back of a van anyway. Four or five was in the back of a van down to the pitch. It was on the radio and everything, but we, we won the I remember match, that there was a garage in the crossroads or something, and your man was working yeah. away. Did to him. Just we, 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 I remember that. We were playing, uh, we played Bantry a few times there, down there, didn't we? Yeah, you got a great, you got a great goal one day against Bantry Eden, I think was it in, it was in the skin. I remember, remember that goal, Danny. It was uh, I just remember that game. I remember the really, really poor evening on freeze. Probably put us a lot of, under a lot of pressure. So I say uh, that goal was probably scored out of pure frustration that night. I remember um, we got a little bit lucky enough. Anyway, I remember uh, John Callan coming over to me after the game. I was really embarrassed to face him. I hadn't thought of the goal at all, but it got us through that night. Anyway, so was luckily enough. We got on to celebrating about after matches there in a minute, Aidan, and a few stories, but you were always, I remember afterwards, we'd, we'd go for a pint or whatever, you were always very critical about yourself, about if you missed one free, you could have you could have scored one fifteen, and you'd complain about the free you missed, you know. Were you always that um, hard on yourself when you were playing? Uh, looking back to me, I suppose, uh, I don't know where, where that comes from really, but um, I suppose growing up in Cloyne, maybe it's the, I suppose uh, people are often very slow to praise you, because that, that could be where that comes from. Um, but I suppose you're always striving to do better, you know, and um, because you're always conscious of letting people down in teams when you're playing. I suppose when I was playing Rapik, and I, I, you know, I knew what, how much the suppose the club meant to people, um, how much it meant to the players, people associated with it, and uh, I suppose you know I was very very aware of that when I, anytime I went out to play Rapik, and so I suppose I, I was always trying to do my best there. So Sanders in and Brendan, what is it about kind of the club itself like that makes it so special, the small club? Well, um, I don't know what it is. I suppose you, you kind of, you're kind of you're kind of necessary, aren't you? You're kind of the numbers are tight, so you you can't you have to you all have to put our shoulders to the wheel kind of thing, like so. I think that's <laughs> a lot of fellas would 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 stay on the next year or two because of that, you know. That they feel mm-hmm. that they they letting the club down or whatever. So, but um, the tightness as well. There was a great group there. after the games. We started all stay together and have two points or whatever. But we were, we were all friends, you know, and and we made friends afterwards as well. Like I was um yeah. I was chatting to one of the lads yesterday. I I, I don't know if you remember the said, and I'm sure you do, right? But um. Was it, there was one occasion and we were all inside in the public camera we won or lost but we were it was summer's de- summertime anyway and uh, I think Deirdre was coming to collect you Eden, and you were supposed to go to meet her but you were half flaming so you didn't get outside the door so she'd she to come in for you and it was around the time that uh, Emmett Lee he was around those times and uh, the whole pub was singing isn't D lovely <laughs> remember that day? Yeah, <laughs> sure did, yeah she was she was well sure pleased pretty- <laughs> yeah, I'm sure she. Pre- I don't think she ever came up to, up the rap peak and after that again. To be honest with you, <laughs> good, good, good times. Yeah, that, that was very funny, right? Yeah. Brendan, when was the first time you heard? Speaking of those nights, when was the first time you heard um, the the infamous phrase at this stage? "Tis great to win." I don't know. Um, I I I think that Aidan put so much into the preparation before a match and into the fees and everything that 
once he hit it, once he got a point into him, he got very emotional. <laughs> and then he used to start talking and, you know, it's great to win and everything was really, really heartfelt after that. I remember it was kind of before the days of WhatsApp and whatnot. Like you, you get a text on a Tuesday, like, and it'd be just great to win. <laughs> that was brilliant stuff. <laughs> yeah, you were winning a lot that time too. It was great. So that kind of came. Uh, that kind of came. I remember we played a uh, Lock Rovers in a in a, in a final uh, on Banalock. We came from behind very late to win that game. It's probably the first trophy that I won a rap weekend. But uh, we went back to the square after, and of course, uh, I'd say I was on the same stool the whole night sitting at the bar. And I suppose the phrase when it came out, as Dini says, or as uh, Brendan says there, it's great to win. But I think uh, it was like Chinese whispers, the whole bar uh, kind of took to it. And when you night, there were so many people just saying it that uh, someone decided to fill the uh, pint glass with, uh, with coins every time it was said. There was coins flying in from all directions, I remember. And uh, I think he had his own version of the story last, last week. But um, came to closing time and uh, kind of felt embarrassed because uh, I didn't bought any round for anyone in the bar. <laughs> there was so much money in front of me. And I think Declan Reardon... Uh, I was going to take it home with me. wasn't going too far. I was staying in a in Billy Clipper's house that night, and I remember waking up next morning and in a sea of change in the room. <laughs> so I often asked uh, Askeen what he'd done with it after. I reckon it was the Patriots flight to America. It's afterwards. There was so much change in the in the house. <laughs> or you might have bought the onesie with it, maybe. <laughs> yeah, they were great days, all right? I don't know, yeah. Oh, oh, yeah do you remember that game? That game against the Lock, because Aidan got a last minute goal. I had the whole game and it was a time when we we expected to beat him, I suppose. And we weren't playing that great or whatever, but they were ahead of one win the game and then got the ball for 40 years out and buried the top corner. I always remember that ball, actually. Yeah, I remember you took a, a quick free from that day, uh, Brendan, actually. Yeah, uh, yeah. Quick thinking. You, you, were out think, uh... <laughs> you were walking out to take the free. You were walking out to take the free. I took it and I passed it to you and you turned and you shot. That was a, <laughs> that was a great, great win. A great win that night. Yeah, that was a good way to win, right? Yeah. <laughs> You, you said yeah, something there, Brendan. When, when you think back to those days, like, you know, you said you expected to beat these teams or expected to win matches. I guess that comes with, you know, when you have a good team and you're winning matches, you know, you kind of, you know, you come back then a few years later, we weren't expected to win matches. And it's it's funny how the mind works, isn't it? You know? No, we, we played, in the country, you know, we would have played bench, you know, and uh, even Aragon there in the eight years. The first matches, first games. But we won them by a point or two, but, was no, we, we didn't think we were going to do some kind of things, you know. So mm. that carries you. I think it's, it's worth the two points, you know. Like coming on to the end of the game, you um, you think like we're going to win this one, like. But then when we got to the finals, maybe that that wasn't. Uh, we didn't have the confidence or whatever because them games were there to be won as well, but we didn't win them. So. Yeah, yeah. We talked to the lads last week there, and you know Clifford described in detail that first final we lost, the ball dropping it, and you know the, the loss that you were that day, but the the great goal you got when you came on and stuff. What were your memories from those finals, Aidan? Uh, I, I suppose the, the first, the first final, I suppose, uh, Denny. Uh, that was my first year with the club. Like that, we were, like we were, we were really well in that game. Like till obviously that, that last minute goal. I suppose the second final for me was was a uh, much more bitter to swallow. I just feel we it was a season we really played some really good hurling, beat some very good teams along the way, and just didn't do it in the night. So it, I think that was uh, probably the most disappointing aspect of that of that, of that uh, second final is Castle Magner. Uh, like they were just all over, it's like a rash that night, and uh, we just had no answer for them really. Yeah, no, that's that's it's honesty. I think what people, I think what people forget today is we we actually we won the city championship that year after we we beat Mayfield in a very good game out in Ballon, out in Ballon Lock after, and I think that was a very uh, uh, big win for the club. Really, it was something we really needed, you know, to give us a confidence to go forward again. 
I remember even the celebration were a little bit muted, even though looking back now it was a very big achievement, you know, to, to do it after losing a county final. And uh, I just think looking back, it definitely kind of drove us forward maybe in the, in the years to come. Even though many might have seen us as an aging team at the time, you know. Yeah, I know. It's is that the last trophy we won in hurling? That's um, championship trophy, maybe. Probably, pro- probably was then. Yes, so yeah, that was two thousand twelve, late two thousand twelve. Like the the games, both games, now both football and hurling have changed a lot over the last ten years. Now, I suppose. Is there anything? What would you change about the the games yourselves? I'll give you football, Brendan. And Aidan, if you want to take hurling, is there any rule that you'd like to change in the game? I, I suppose maybe not rules, uh, Keen, but it, I suppose the game has changed a lot like in the last number of years. I suppose it's traditionally like an instinctive game. And the way sport has gone, and like a lot of sports have gone these days, it's, it's very much possession-based. I think hurling has gone a lot like that in, rec- in recent, uh, recent years. Um, so I suppose growing up, we were always going to probably hurling off, you know, kind of in, in an instinctive way. But I suppose you can understand why the game has gone a bit more possession-wise in terms of, if you look back at previous, you know, olden games um, where balls are driven 60 yards out the field from the full back line, they more than often not came back up the field again. So you can kind of see the thinking of, uh, of the whole possession, possession aspect of hurling. But I suppose uh, the ideal situation would kind of marry those two types of games together, quick ball into the forwards while keeping possession at the same time as possible. I suppose heads-up hurling is really what, what it's all about these days, really, yeah. Yeah. And Brendan, what do you think of football these days now? Is there anything you change about the game? I actually, I actually enjoy watching football. Um, you know, it can be very cynical and sometimes there's 15 behind the ball. But football evolves every couple of years. Um, the Northern mm. teams have the defensive blankets and all of a sudden some team gets around that and they do something else. And Last mm. year, it's actually been quite high-scoring football. Like, And this year, the club championship, there was a lot of club championship on television. And there were very good games, like senior club championship football. So, I don't know. I wouldn't be changing a whole lot, to be honest. Um, yeah. I think Dublin's cycle is going to come to an end as well at some stage. So, I wouldn't be getting too too worried about it, you know. It's interesting there, you say, Brendan, that you enjoy the football, you know, because football gets a lot more negative press than, say, the hurling does, you know. And, I mean, a couple of years ago there, the Munster Championship was just outstanding, to be fair. But like you mentioned, Aidan, you know, there's a lot more possession game now. It's, there's a lot more long, long-range scores and stuff, and my my view is that the uh, you know, there's there's a lot less goals in the game, and it's you know I kind of prefer to see more goals. Would you would you agree with that? And if you do, what would you change, or is there anything we could do about that? Is it the slitters too light or something? I don't know. Would you have five points for yeah. a goal, maybe? Yeah, I'm not sure, Danny. I suppose uh, it's goals that make games exciting, really. I suppose that's where some of the elements have been taken out of the game in recent years. It's hard to know, really. I suppose a lot of teams they pull their team, the teams away out the field. Um, I remember watching Waterford a couple of years back in uh, in Crow Park against Cork, and like at one stage, like they had known maybe one player inside the whole, there was a 65, 65 meter line. Um, so to be honest, I, I don't know what you can do to improve that situation. Uh, but definitely, I suppose game lacks maybe as much excitement as they used in previous years. Just another thing there, and maybe back to the football, Brendan. You know. Like Aiden with the twin girls, knowing yourself, Brendan with two girls, and I know Claire's had a long, um, still has a long career with rock ball going on, right? But the ladies' football and the lady, the camogie has come on a lot in the last recent years. I mean, I, I quite enjoy watching ladies' football. I'll be honest with you. Do you have any comments on that? You must have seen a good few games. Oh, over the football year. Is a it's, a it's a way more uh, free flowing. 
it might be a faster game, but it, it, they move there's physicality, so they move the ball. A good ladies' football game is as, as good a football game as you'll see. Like two two level teams, even up in Whitechurch, yeah. you see teams playing. There can be a lot of goals in it because uh, the goalkeepers are small or whatever. But they got all of it. They play high scoring, but um, it's a great game to watch. Very fast, it's great skill level is high and everything. So um, I wouldn't see as much come over. You know, it's more this football. I, I'd see. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, pretty good. We'll do some quick fire questions there, lads. This is just we ask our uh, our guests these every week. Uh, we're kind of mixed them up a small, but no, um, because you were both mentioned as the players that every, everybody wanted on the team on the day, like on those close matches. So, sorry, Keen, just yeah. the lads had a few points before they answered those questions. Well, that's just why they were. Uh... Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. We weren't. We're not sure if they were telling the truth. No. Who were the unsung heroes that you played with uh, over the years? Um, there's one for that. Oh, I think there's two. I'll say two for this, okay? But there's one for that who who played in the half back line with me, Michael Quinlan, who would give a hundred percent. You can see every 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 time he went for a ball, you knew he was he was going to get it. He might have been the best player. I don't want to be insulting, but he was. Um, he was your kind of go-to guy or something. You always knew what you get from him. Mm-hmm. And I was always um, mm-hmm. delighted to see him tagging out next to me, basically. And the other fellow, I would say, is Roy O'Brien. Maybe not on the playing side, but on the, um, on the coaching or whatever. He was didn't always get the recognition that he deserved, I'd say, but he was yeah. a top, top-notch. Yeah. Aidan? I was actually just thinking, it was actually, no, I was, I was going to you a second. It was actually, uh, I think, I think like, you deserve a lot of praise there. Uh, you probably those those people. I know when I came into the club first, we used to play in the forward line together, and I think we had a really good understanding. Your contribution as a goalkeeper over the years has been just in, incredible. Uh, like some of the staves you made over the years in, in games that kept us in it, like we're, we're just uh, into a county standard. So uh, I know you fall into that category, but maybe as a, as a goalkeeper, I think uh, I think uh, looking back, uh, people appreciate like what you did in that position over the years. Yeah, no, thank, thanks for that, Aidan. I, I remember actually, and it was you, Brendan, um, like I wasn't the, the fastest player and I was coming to the end of my own days and I remember you said to me, would you rather be playing on the pitch in goal or on a sub as an outfield player? It was a no decision for me. I think you spurred me into goal, Brendan, no, more than anybody else, to be honest. Lads, who were your, uh, back to the kind of the inter-county scene or, or the club scene, if you want, but who were your heroes growing up, like when you were a young fella in the, in the GA scene? Uh, when I was uh, my first memory of, of the Cork senior hurlers player, I was looking up to play Barry Egan back in '93 when they won um, they won the league. He 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 won an All Star that year. I always remember him, but uh, he won All Ireland after he was gone before '99. '93 um, was that the Wexford games? Was it three or four of those games? Yeah, three, 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 three games, isn't it? Yeah, that's right. Great games that year. Well, he missed out in 1990 and he was gone again for 99. So um, he, he has a, he has an Ulster and he has a, a league medal, but he was one for the hours. He was so for me. The other hand missed. Just there can't be too many Cork All Stars. This was um, league medal in All Ireland, which yeah, around that time. Aidan, what about yourself? Who were your who were your heroes growing up? Yeah, Denny, I suppose I'm gonna I'm gonna really show my age here, but um, so lucky. I suppose my dad just brings me a lot of games when I was younger. Um, you know, from a young age, he scored a lot of club games. Blackrock and the Glen were, you know, were, were very prominent in, in the club scene. And I think, uh, I suppose, as a, as a very young kid, I remember Ray Cummins was probably my hero uh, for some reason. Um, I suppose I got to see him, was lucky enough to go and see him play in person. 
as I do, you know, as I, I got to go see a lot of those games and that. So that's just uh, somebody who sticks out in my head there. I, I can't remember him playing Aiden, but yeah, he was, uh, sounds like a fabulous player. What about the football side of it, Brendan? Any, any players? Um, I'm trying to think. No, when I was young, like, um, I know, I suppose you have to, Teddy Max and all these fellas, I suppose you would have, you know, in the 1990s. Even the score that you saw and you said, wow, that's, that was pretty special or something. Mm. <laughs> well, just when you said the score, but this wasn't when I was a young player, but Owen Mulligan's score was the, against Dublin was the greatest score of all time. You know, the, the dummy hand pass, I always tried to replicate that up in the pitch, but it never worked out for me. <laughs> but uh, I, don't know who, I don't know who my childhood heroes were, to be honest. What about yourself, Ed? Any hurling score from back in the day? Back in Ray Cummins or Jimmy Barry's day or anything you remember? Go oh, Jimmy Barry got, I suppose, the... Years ago, um, Denny, the, the one he doubled in, I suppose. Uh, I saw it replayed again recently enough, and I'm still trying to figure out who he actually, if he actually touched that ball or not. But giving credit with that goal, anyway, was an incredible goal. That was in, um, that was 83 semi final against Galway. It was my first time in Croke Park, and I was right in front of it. And I can tell you, Aidan, he did touch the ball. It was one of the best goals. I would agree with you. One of the greatest things I've ever seen. <laughs> so, yeah. I suppose uh, another. One I remember is uh, Sean Fenton got a very, very, very good goal Wednesday against Limerick as well. Uh, ground stroke uh, from uh, right in the centre of the field into the top corner of the net. I don't think you see, you don't see that those kind of goals anymore. I suppose that kind of art of the game is is, is gone really. But, uh, yeah. He was another phenomenal hurler really. I was a brilliant player. I remember that was against was it Limerick? Was it in the Munster final or Munster semi final or something? Yeah, it's Limerick. Limerick, then I think yeah. And lads, in in your careers now, you both played fairly close to the edge, some might say. Um, was there any of her harsh cards? Is there any cards that you'd still dispute <laughs> to this day? I got a few cards, but I, I wouldn't dispute any of them. Aidan, <laughs> <laughs> would you dispute any? To be honest, I suppose anything that I ever got, I suppose it probably deserved, but um, I do recall a game actually out in uh, October's pitch a couple of years back. It was, probably much, it was actually 2010, the first time we played county. We played a uh, and you were in a, it was kind of a county proper back then. You played a city game first before you went on to play the county. Um, I should really have been sent off for, a, for an off the ball incident, but I remember when I looked up, the whole Ballinure team was coming streaming in, and uh, I think uh, waited for a bit for the cavalry to come in. All right, they probably let the new guy sweat for a bit. I mean, she got a, a good bit of backup, but what I saw was a, it was just a mass brawl. You know, I was lucky enough to, was to slip out the side after a minute or two. Um, <laughs> I think Brendan's going to love this. I know you remember Brendan or not, but I have to ask you to go back into the middle. <laughs> As soon as yeah. to get that yeah. helmet, I'd lost my helmet. So, <laughs> so I don't think you were too impressed with that, but uh, you anyway uh, braved it all and, uh, yeah, and brought it out again there. Uh, Did you remember who was left in the face mask? Do, do you remember uh, who the referee was? I don't remember, I don't remember don't who he was, him. but I remember the look in his face. Don't, don't he, he kick him? Don't he, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I remember Yeah. Yeah, I remember, I remember, remember shaking his hand after the, end of the game, and I remember him just blowing out, saying he was just so relieved of the game over. I remember, yeah, that was crazy, all right? Yeah. You say, you say that player never touched you again after that. He never, he never looked at you before that. He was niggling at you and he was tipping you and he was tipping you. And after that, he never looked at you again. Yeah, yeah, it was funny because uh, they had him a few times afterwards, and there was never a word said about it. Like, and in fairness to him, he got, he got, he got over pretty quickly. <laughs> Um, Brendan, I just have one question for you there. Um, it's it's a late addition. Um, so you you were my boss. We had a you were my boss there for a few months, a couple of years ago, <laughs> and uh, it was one a great working relationship, of course. Um, and you took many a repeat and player on as an apprentice over the years. So who was the best and who was the worst? 
Hovedet er bedst, den hovedet er vort. Jeg spørger dem, jeg tror det er mit hestebid vort. Jeg vil drille en he was drilling and he was drilling in timber like and drilling and drilling and drilling. He was going nowhere like. I said, "Man, come on! Man, what's happening? I'm drilling." But he was drilling in reverse the whole time. He was going the wrong way. So he has to be lost. Um, I suppose you were the best kid. Ah, uh, it's all right. Yeah, cut him after. We'll start. I've uh, I've a question for you, Aidan. There, and I know now you have the old uh, the break at the moment, but. You know, with this homeschooling, like I haven't been worried in the Sunday night about school in 30 years. I've, I'm afraid to turn on the telly in case Glenn Rose on. Would you have any advice for us? I'll never question teachers again, because well, how can you get through to a seven-year-old who wants to watch cartoons at 10 o'clock on a Monday morning? Yeah, it's crazy, right? Danny, I suppose, to be honest with you, um, I've been worried about school in about a year and a half myself, with plenty more in my mind, but... Um, yeah, it's just, uh, I suppose it's very difficult. Any teacher I've spoken to, uh, you know, it's, it's not a very, it's, not, it's obviously not a very, very ideal way of, of trying to teach a kid. You, you can't just be being in, uh, be being in, being in the classroom. Uh, so it is very mm-hmm. difficult thing for everybody, for for kids and for teaching, you know. And um, I know teachers probably got a, they've got a lot of uh, bashing in the media recently. I know that most teachers would prefer to be in the classroom. It's just, it would be much easier for them as well, you know. So I suppose it's, it's hard to give any advice, really. I suppose all you can do is just... Uh, do the best you can uh, while, while listing last, I suppose, yeah? Yeah, no, that's, that's, I think we're all trying to learn it as we go, right? Like you say, nobody wants to be at home and the teachers included, you know, so yeah, sound advice there. So lads, that's been excellent. Um, you know, it's great to hear your, your voices again. You know, I have many great memories of playing with both of you on the pitch over the years. Do you remember the lads playing, Keen? Did you play with Aidan at any stage? Yeah, I, I played with Aidan for a few years and then, I remember seeing them play. I was at the, I was at the two county finals in the stands. All right, and I remember um, seeing Brendan's goal in the the 2010 one when you came on with the broken finger, wasn't it? I remember, and I actually had a broken finger myself. So I was like, you know, I was looking at the my future teammate there. <laughs> but uh, no, I remember watching the lads. Lads were two. So would you say so keen that? Sorry, if I was to ask you so keen who was your hero growing up, it'd be Brendan, would it? It'll be Brendan Ahern, hundred percent, yeah. <laughs> and uh, and you and in and you t- my three lads. heroes in the one in the one chat. <laughs> what more do you want? With that positivity, lads, we leave it there. Thanks very much. We'll talk to you soon. Thanks, lads. Cheers, lads. Thanks, lads. Thanks very much, lads.